From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back here inside the AMR studio, and we have a guest joining us now for the first time here on Padres Social yes. Hour, Padres bullpen coach Doug Bockler. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great and enjoying my time here. Yeah, so, I mean, because you're such a friendly guy and we saw you down in Peoria in spring training, you act uh, like you've been here for years, but it's your first big league job, right? It so is. How's it that is. going so far? Uh, it's going fine. You know, I'm having played here and pitched in the bullpen, I uh, kind of figured out how to act a long time ago so uh, but I am very comfortable here um, the, the staff that that is returning has been extremely gracious and open invited me right in made me feel at home so I'm, I'm excited to be here yeah because that's kind of uh, I won't say weird but very interesting the way the coaching staff was set up some returning guys Darren Balsley Glenn Hoffman a lot of new guys McGuire's into yourself how's that been getting to all gel together it's been great you know uh, I think in, initially there were people that you know, didn't know who I was coming from the same organization that Andy came from, but you know they realized that uh, I'm, I'm a professional and I've been around this game for a while and uh, and know how to handle myself and know how to act and know how to stay in my lane, do my job, and not try and do other people's jobs. So it's been good. What is your lane, I guess? Because you see these guys and Andy. It's almost like a group of high school guys. Andy's, you know, the smart valedictorian one. Right. Big Mac is the, the jock. Zinter's kind of that, like, cool, collected guy. What role do you fill here on the staff outside of just your bullpen duties? Uh, probably class clown, maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's kind of where I fit in from the, from the school standpoint. I'm be the class clown, the uh, fun guy to have at every party or whatever. So. How's that? Any fun pranks you do or any good stories you can tell? Uh, you know, it's just more of a – it's more of the inside the clubhouse kind of stuff uh, uh, that normally stays in there. We've been trying. We had Book on. We had Rodney on this year and trying to get stories about what happens in the bullpen. You guys are all tight-lipped. I give you credit for that because I feel like that's where you have the most fun, but you can't tell us any good stories from out there. That's correct. It's, it's, uh, it's very secret society. You know, I think you, know, you hear about the Masons and how tight-lipped they are <laughs> about things, and I think bullpen's the next level. Yeah, I, I, it's one of my dreams is, uh, A, like an NBA bench sit on for a game, and B, right. like a bullpen in a baseball game, just nine innings there. I would love to do it someday, but yeah. we'll see if we can work on that. It's awesome. Yeah, well, I'd like to know more, but evidently we'll take your, your word <laughs> at that. Uh, the actual bullpen performance this year, it's mm -hmm. been at times, I think, the best strength of this team. There have been some speed bumps, too, especially with some of the younger guys. How would you assess the performance of the guys on the field so far? Well, I think the, I think the guys have done great. It, you know, it was a, it was a new bullpen. Uh, and to get those guys to kind of find out where they are, where they fit, what their roles are, took a little time at the beginning. Once the starting pitching started kind of hitting their stride, the bullpen was able to jump the hurdles. So a little running analogy for you there. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. But, um, no, they're, they're doing well. And, and, you know, there are always going to be the guys that come up from AAA that are here in a supportive role. Um, and you hope that they perform when, they, when they're here. And if they do, that's great. If they don't, you know, we understand that. They need more seasoning. Um, and then also having the Rule 5 pick down there in Perdomo, um, you know, he's, he's learning at this level, which is a difficult task. And to have him down there as our last guy in the bullpen, essentially, um, keep him, trying to keep him fresh, trying to get him better, um, even though it's not in the games as much, 
And like I said, the starters pitching deeper in the games have really helped that situation. Let's talk about some of these guys specifically. And you mentioned Perdomo, right. and he's, I think, such an interesting case because you have this real tightrope you have to walk between a young kid who, like you say, is learning on the biggest, brightest stage you can in this job. You want to keep his confidence strong, but you also want to get him out there. How, how are you balancing that with a kid who can be potentially pretty fragile like any guy would be at his age? Sure. I think the way that you the way that you handle that is exactly like we're doing and put him in low leverage situations um, but yet trying to get him out there as often as we can as well so you know he, if he's not in there we do throw him uh, in bullpens we, we have bullpen sessions during the game to where we are able to work on some things with him and and try and clean up both his delivery and his approach to getting hitters out that way when he goes out there we should see progress over the course of the year we don't want it to be Hey, we're gonna, you know, stash this guy in the bullpen and not use him just so we can have him in the future, which a lot of organizations would do. You know, we're trying to pick our spots and and want to see him progress from the beginning of the season to the end. All right, let's go from one end of the spectrum to the complete other. A guy who's <laughs> fresh uh, into the big leagues to a guy who's been here forever, Fernando Rodney, at the back end of the pen. Can you teach a guy like that anything, or are you just tweaking small things? How does a relationship work with a guy who's been doing this forever and is having an amazing season? Yeah. You know, uh, when when people ask me about Fernando, I just smile. I had completely different uh, a different perspective of him coming in. I I assumed something. It was definitely not the case. This guy is a riot. He's a, he's a funny funny guy. Um, we actually sit next to each other in the bullpen for a lot. Uh, once he gets out there, we sit next to each other. But uh, such a great competitor, and Fernando is uh, is a guy that only wants to know if he's doing something different. If you see him doing something different, he says, by all means, tell me. So there's not a whole lot of, you know, coaching, hands-on coaching like you would do with a Perdomo type. And the way that changeup has been this year, from 1 to 10, how would you grade that so it's a, far? Uh, it's a 10. It's unbelievable. And you're a guy having played with Trevor and worked yes. with the changeup on that. You know your changeups. Yes. So you've yes. seen this one. It must be pretty cool to see this come to life now. It is. Sometimes it looks like a left-handed curveball. Which is a high compliment to pay for anyone who may not. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah awesome. it, it's, a, it's a pitch that... Hitters could go up looking for it, and they're going to miss it. It's, and we hope. I mean, I think he's going to be an all-star this year. He's going to keep it up. I think he'll be one of the representatives. I've been uh, saying it too. all I, season. I mean, yeah. He's been great. Um, Ryan Bookter, what have you guys done to him? I mean, he's someone that literally <laughs> came out of nowhere. And speaking of, you know, great shutdown relievers, what's, what's the secret? You can maybe make a best-selling book on just that one case study. Yeah, he's sipping the Kool-Aid for sure. Um, you know, we have, uh, from the very beginning, um, had a lot of confidence in him, having watched video of him from years past. Always been a high strikeout guy. Has had a lot more walks going into this season than he would like. He's been able to cut those back quite a bit. Worked on a few things in spring training with him uh, between Balsley and I. And and he's a guy that, that does require some coaching down in the bullpen. Like, he, if his delivery gets out of whack just a little bit, you can tell right away. And it's it's a simple word or two or two words that can get him locked back in before he takes the mound. And uh, so he's he's been great to watch and just you know talk about. You're right, he came out of nowhere and he's dominant right now. Whatever flavor that Kool Aid is, I mean, yes. keep keep the jug going out there. It's been great. Um, last question for you. You mentioned you played here, obviously back, but this is you right. know mid '90s. It's been a while. Uh, besides the ballpark obviously being here, coming back to San Diego, now what differences have you noticed either in the town or the fans or the people or uh, anything in general from when you played here to now you're coaching here? 
Yeah, well, obviously the town's changed quite a bit since back then. You know, uh, the gas lamp district, the area down here was uh, a place you only went to go if you wanted to fight. So it was, it's been a whole downtown revolution since I was here. Uh, it's been great. It's been great to see. Park is awesome. And, you know, the, I think the overall fan base has grown mm -hmm. um, from, when I, from when I was here. And, and fortunately for myself, I was able to play here kind of during the renaissance of the Padres, essentially. That mid-90s and win in the West in 96 was an awesome experience. But, you know, those to see that, I think the overall fan base has grown, and, and I think that's a great thing. Downtown has revitalized. It's been awesome, a great city, and get a chance to, uh, you know, play here and coach here has been, been great for me. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at some of these highlights now from back then, and, uh, yeah, I, just, I can't wait until this team gets back to those winning ways because I'm sure with that bigger fan base, like you mentioned, this great new park, it's going to be rocking, and it's just a matter of time, yes, I think. That's right, yeah. We're, we're doing things the right way, and it's going to be done something for the long haul. So excited to see it happen here in San Diego. All right, Doug, the bullpen's been uh, one of my favorite things to keep track on this year. I'm looking yes. forward to it the rest of the season. Thanks for coming by, and good yeah, luck the rest of the you way. You got it. No problem. Enjoy All it. All right. Make sure to come to Petco Park uh, this Sunday, this weekend. It's May 22nd to catch the Padres face the Dodgers at 140 and snag a free Padres All-Star Game-themed reusable bag presented by MLB Network. All fans in attendance will receive a bag. Tickets of Available at Padres.com. We're getting you set for game one of Dodgers and Padres. We're back with more Social Hour right after this.